the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Yeah, Hugh Hewitt has been... uh... A pretty much regular on special report with Brett Barry. He was on last night talking about Ukraine and Russia. Uh, I'll have some thoughts on that and some sound from Biden administration officials and our esteemed vice president who are, well, they're highly exercised over the uh, completely unacceptable intrusion by Russia onto the Ukrainian border. It is nice to know that our Biden administration is uh, four square behind the preservation of the sovereignty of a nation's border. I just wish that nation was the United States of America. The snit over the drawing of redistricting maps in the state of Ohio continues. It was, we thought, put to bed a couple of weeks ago. There was a protest. Maureen O'Connor, the uh, the, uh, Supreme Court Justice, Chief Justice of the Ohio Supreme Court, uh, went John Roberts on us and betrayed her Republican roots and said, yeah, yeah, you got to redraw them. So they redrew them again Saturday, and guess what? I know this will be a shocker. The whining Democrats who are in the decided minority geographically in the state of Ohio, yeah, Republicans, dominate geographically, and the districts split up the state of Ohio into geographic districts Columbus, Cleveland, Cincinnati, heavily Democrat. Everywhere else, Youngstown, Democrat too. Everywhere else, pretty much Republican territory. So when you split it up by square miles, guess what? You're going to end up with more Republicans. And guess what? Which party has won the last two presidential elections in the state of Ohio? That would be the GOP. But the whining Democrats who treasure and cherish blaming others for their own failures, whether it's, well, just pick anything, right? The whole basis of Black Lives Matter, the whole basis of Antifa, the whole basis of critical race theory, the whole basis of everything Democrat is, if I don't have, it's somebody else's fault. If we don't have enough Democratic seats in the Ohio General Assembly, well, it can't be because our policies stink. It's got to be somebody's fault. Well, so they've redrawn these maps, and guess what? They predict a Republican advantage in the Senate and in the House, and guess what? The Dems don't like it. Now, I'll allow you to make your own judgment about uh, which bed you'd like to sleep in. Here are the people protesting, again, the redistricting maps in the state of Ohio. By the way, we were supposed to have... Jack Windsor, Ohio Press Network, on the show today at this time. Jack had a late-breaking engagement that precluded him from coming on. We will have Jack either tomorrow or Friday. By the way, set your clock Friday at this time. 
I will be talking to someone that I admire greatly, Victor Davis Hanson. Victor Davis Hanson will be on the show Friday at this time. Okay, so here are the people who are raising a stink again about the redistricting maps in the state of Ohio. The League of Women Voters of Ohio, the Ohio chapter of the A. Philip Randolph Institute, never heard of you, Former Attorney General Eric Holder's National Redistricting Action Fund. I've heard of him. Not a fan. The Ohio Organizing Collaborative. That sounds a little bit too close to community organizer for me. I vote no on you. Ohio Chapter of the Council of American Islamic Relations. That's a no. Blame Ilhan Omar. Don't blame me. And the Ohio Environmental Council. Oh, boy. The Greenies oppose it. So uh, they'll go back to the drawing board. Hopefully this time Maureen O'Connor will remember that she is a Republican. And she will not uh, put uh, put the thing back on the agenda. That would be great. So I'm watching the news last night. And I see my friend Hugh Hewitt on special report. And I'm listening to the sound bites nationally. And I, like you, am concerned. I don't think any of us wants a war in which we are engaged with Russia. And they had a White House official on talking about answering a very simple question from one of the CNN commentators. And this Biden administration official's name is Jonathan Finer. He is a foreign policy expert. He is an underling to, oh, I can see the guy, Jake, I can't remember his name, but he was lucky he didn't get indicted over some things that he did while he was an Obama administration official. Jake Sullivan. He's a Jake Sullivan underling. This guy's name is Jonathan Finer. Jonathan Finer on CNN answering a very simple question. Why should Americans care? about the Ukrainian border. Why should Americans care about what's happening in Ukraine? Uh, because it, it goes to a very fundamental principle of, of all nations, which is that our borders uh, should be inviolate, that our sovereignty uh, should be respected. Interesting. It goes to a very fundamental issue. Let me make sure I quote him accurately, because I tweeted this because it made quite the impression on me. He's talking about the necessity of defending borders. The necessity of defending borders. It goes to a very fundamental principle of all nations that our borders, all nations, by the way, all, would include us, I think. Aren't we one of the nations? And we wouldn't be, we be included in all? I think so. It goes to a very fundamental principle of all nations that our borders, ooh, our borders, should be inviolate. I had to look that up just to be sure I knew what it meant. Thought I did, but I'm right. Free from invasion. Pristine. Unthreatened. Our borders should be inviolate. That our sovereignty, that's you call your own shots. Nobody else comes in and tells you what to do. Our sovereignty should be respected. So, I'll ask. The follow-up, the CNN flack did not ask. Now do Texas. Now do Arizona. 
Now do California. What is the deal? Why do we put up with a lawless administration that allows, at minimum, 1.7 million illegal aliens to cross our southern border and come into our country per year? Did you see the video yesterday from Bill Malusian of Fox, who's the only reporter, the only reporter at the border is Bill Malusian. Remember when everybody was down there under the bridge in Del Rio, Texas, and the 15,000 Haitian migrants were there? It was a big story then. They're still streaming across the border. Everybody else has gone home, tired, moved on, other things, more important stuff, making the Biden administration look bad. See no evil, hear no evil, report no evil. Well, Bill Malusian has video where single adult male illegal aliens including some from China and who knows where, they're supposed to be the easy ones. They're supposed to be the only point of agreement between those of us who would like a border wall and the Biden administration who would like to let everybody come in. The Biden administration always says, wow, you can't can't be mean and cruel and nasty and deport families. I mean, that Trump administration, you know, they separated families at the border. If they did, they did so because it was a policy they inherited from the Obama administration. But these single migrant adult males are now being bused to a facility in Brownsville, Texas, where they are then getting in taxi cabs, paid for by you and me, and Ubers, and being taken to the airport. And when they get to the airport, there's Bill Malusian of Fox and his great hair asking, where are you going? They're going to Atlanta. They're going to Houston. They're going to Miami. Oh, I'm sure they'll come back for their hearing in Texas later, right? Sure. This is an issue that should be, first of all, Alejandro Mayorkas and everybody in Homeland Security should not only be fired, they should be imprisoned for what they're allowing to happen on our border. Every immigration official, up to and including the President of the United States, you want to talk about an impeachable offense? How about willfully refusing to follow laws that only matter to you when they involve the violation of a border 5,000 miles away? Look, somebody smarter than me will have to explain to me why protecting the Ukrainian border is worth our time and treasure. Maybe Victor Davis Hansen will do that when he visits with us Friday at 1133. I'm not somebody like, I'm not like a Ron Paul who says, you know, we should never have any interest in any kind of, you know, policing other countries. I think there is at least I'm open to, discussions about the merits of that. But there is no way this moron from the Biden administration can contend that Ukraine is someplace where we have to go to war or send billions of dollars in military aid, and our own southern border is not worth defending. Why should Americans care about what's happening in Ukraine? 
Uh, because it, it goes to a very fundamental principle of, of all nations, which is that our borders uh, should be inviolate, that our sovereignty uh, should be respected. I would encourage you to call the office of Sherrod Brown, to call the office of Joyce Beatty, to call the office of every Democratic legislator. Google their name. You'll find their name. Find their number. And ask them that question. Why do you care? Why do you smile upon? Why do you approve U.S. military aid to the Ukraine when you are doing nothing to defend our southern border? That is a treasonous act by our Democratic politicians and our Democratic administration. We are the frog in the boiling pot. The water is escalating. Our country is being invaded. Vladimir Putin should follow the same game plan. He should just walk his soldiers across the border in groups of 400 to 500 at a time and ask for asylum. Maybe then he could invade Ukraine the way we're being invaded from the south. So there's a saying in uh, a leadership training that I've taken and absolutely, totally endorse in strongest possible terms called transformational leadership that says everything is connected to everything. And that's never more true than this whole situation in the Ukraine. Everything is connected to everything. Uh, We have a southern border we don't defend. Ukraine is a border we somehow feel is uh, sacrosanct. We must defend it. We must send missiles and we must send munitions. And uh, does it make sense to anyone else that we've put 8,500 troops on high alert? And then Joe Biden yesterday says, we're never sending troops into Ukraine. Um, Could you keep the cover of your playbook closed, please? What is the point in telling Vladimir Putin what you're not going to do? Of course, again, a Joe Biden promise is just... A future, you know, Joe Biden broken promise, oftentimes. But everything is connected to everything. Russia is testing us. Joe Biden failing on the economy, failing on our border, failing on COVID, failing on everything, invites Vladimir Putin to test him. Vladimir Putin is a former KGB killer. Vladimir Putin preys on weakness. He sees a weak American president. The previous president, who was supposed to be a Russian operative, Vladimir Putin did not test. Why? Because Vladimir Putin did not sense weakness in Donald Trump. He sensed, I don't think I want to mess with that guy. But Joe Biden is very, very weak. And his poll numbers, everything's connected to everything, prove that Joe Biden is exceedingly unpopular in the United States. All the better for Vladimir Putin to smell fear. There's been some talk that this Ukraine situation is a wag the dog situation. If you heard that term and you wonder, what is wag the dog? Wag the dog was a movie in the late 1990s that put forth the idea that a presidential administration might create a phony foreign threat to distract from a damaging domestic situation. The movie had the good fortune to come out at the same time Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky 
were blowing up in the headlines here. And then there was some kind of snit we got into foreign policy-wise that people were like, look at this, the Clinton administration is doing exactly what the movie said. They're trying to distract from the Lewinsky situation. So that's where Wag the Dog comes from. So people have looked at Biden's popularity numbers going down, and they say, is Ukraine a Wag the Dog situation? Are they escalating things in Ukraine? Oh, we can't have you crossing the border. Oh, we're going to put 8,500 troops on high alert. Oh, we're going to send billions in military aid so that people here will go, wow, you know, I mean, we still have enough people who love the U.S. of A. and hate Russia that, you know, we'd have to get behind Joe Biden if we got in a war with Russia. The Biden administration might be creating a situation so that it would pump up his poll numbers. Well, everything's connected to everything. And China is a part of this as well, because guess what? Guess who Vladimir Putin's newest best friend is? Ah, yes, Xi Jinping of China. Putin is going to the Olympics in another week, and they're going to talk. Financial Times of London wrote a very interesting story yesterday. Here's what it said. When Vladimir Putin travels to Beijing for the beginning of the Winter Olympics on February the 4th, the Russian president will meet the leader who has become his most important ally, Xi Jinping of China. In a phone call, yes, they're phone buddies, between Putin and Xi in December, the Chinese leader supported Russia's demand that Ukraine must never join NATO. Xi and Putin both want to be world powers. Both want to be world powers above the United States. Xi believes, and Putin would like to believe, that we are no longer the world's dominant superpower. And what would give Chairman Xi that idea? Well, a virus we can't control, a supply chain issue we can't solve, rampant inflation that threatens our economy, and oh yeah, military ineptitude in Afghanistan. If you're looking for evidence that America is less than America was under Donald Trump, there are four very strong reasons why. Oh, and by the way, the ongoing invasion of our southern border by illegal migrants, furthering the drug trade, the human trafficking trade, and everything else. A distracted country is a weak country, and we have a lot of things going on here that should be distracting Joe Biden. And it doesn't help when Joe Biden goes to the podium and freezes up. And it doesn't help when Joe Biden calls Peter Ducey of Fox a stupid SOB. Because what does that tell you? It tells you Joe Biden is rattled. So everything is connected to everything. And Xi and Putin would dearly love to use our weakness to further their own Appearance of strength or actual strength? If you think that Taiwan, which is a, it's essentially Ukraine with a little bit of water uh, between it and China. If you think that Xi is not waiting until after the Olympics to move on Taiwan, I think you're missing the point. Wouldn't surprise me. Putin is loving this. That Biden and Saki and everybody in Washington are saying, oh, a Russian invasion is imminent. It's interesting the Ukraine people say, no, it isn't. They've been on our border for a long time. They're not moving. They don't look like they're going to do anything. But Biden has to sell that an invasion is imminent because it distracts from his poll numbers. 
But I think Biden will move, will Putin will move after the Olympics, and Xi might as well. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.